Hi, SD Besties, and welcome to the Sounds Like Spa podcast. I am your co-host, Maggie Walker, Associate Managing Editor of Skin Inc. And I'm Marissa, your co-host, and I am the Associate Editor for Skin Inc. in Wall Spa 360. I'm super jazzed because today we're going to jump into it. This is part two to another topic we had started. We had started our conversation on the skin positivity movement, and I'm really excited because we're jumping into today where that's going, modern day, which is much more along the lines of aging, anti-aging movements, things like that. So let's jump into it. Woo-hoo. Okay, guys. So starting this episode off, I'm very excited. Like I said, this is part two. So this is all about the expose ageism movement, which is what how it, like that's the term that was coined from Nancy Griffin. We're like moving into kind of the new era. Yeah. How we're addressing aging in marketing in customer service and treatment like everything i feel like we're kind of seeing a shift mm-hmm. and we want to know if you guys know about this shift how you are experiencing it with your clients who have aging skin and there's an entire movement on it as well yeah so kind of like how you guys are perceiving it and stuff i know some of the biggest parts of it so with the exposed ageism there have been a few different ways that people have now like talked about aging they they try to avoid terms like anti-aging so uh other things they're saying will be healthy aging or modern day aging uh, and things like that. And I think somehow, like in some instances, when I've heard people talk about it, like kind of the prejuvenation route gets brought in because that's not necessarily anti-aging. It's more of like taking care of your skin. But there is like a different concept around where it's a lot less focused on the anti-aging because the word anti makes it seem like something's wrong or negative. It makes it negative. It makes it bad. And aging's not bad. It's a natural process of life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, some really exciting stuff. I think. I think a lot what to go through. Yeah. To yeah, definitely a lot to unpack. I feel like this is one of those movements that's been like a long time coming, especially for women. And this is not to knock men. I know men go through their own things when it comes to like social pressures to look and act and be a certain way. But for women, I think aging is like one of the biggest ones. I've never been hurt like women are not called silver foxes. You know, very true. (laughs) We're told that once you get fans 40, it's like, oh, you're prime. Yeah. (laughs) Or like even, yeah, exactly. Like women have always, there's this fear that goes around turning 30 and then it's worse when it's like 40 and People say that your children steal your beauty away and like all this stuff. And I feel like there's so many negative things that sit around on women's shoulders that just comes to like natural parts of life and aging. And so many subconscious things and viewpoints and thoughts that we have as women about aging that's just been instilled in us forever, whether it's by like the way we were raised or taking in content and social media and even movies and shows like I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but just like the vernacular used with aging in entertainment is completely different now than it is then. Um, and I know maybe in those types of scenarios, it's not as serious. It was more like jokey. Like, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, my mind goes to like Sex in the City and stuff like that, where like they always just brought up the topic of aging. Yeah. Um, as like it's like the end of the world. Yeah. Women. And I think it's definitely an interesting shift that we're going to get into. Yeah. And just like. I agree with that. Like, I feel like aging was very much treated like the end of an era or like there's always been that um, that stigma of like 
men leaving women for younger women. Yeah. Like, I've never heard that reversed. Yes. I've never heard it where it's like a man is so fearful that the he wife is going to leave for a younger, hotter model. But that is like such a stigma. And I'm not saying that's something that men do, but in yeah. shows and TV and it movies. definitely portrayed that way. That's definitely something that happens. Or like men get better with age and like even like Dr. McDreamy and stuff. Uh, oh, like how... Like, and it's true, they do look spectacular, but I think we look spectacular too. Or like, I think another really good point is where it's like almost expected of women to age better. It is almost Mm -hmm. expected of them. Steps that they need to to age to look the youngest at all. You know, like our aging features are not looked at as like, oh, his hair is like silver fat. I've said that before, but you know, like it's almost like a good thing. Like, oh, I love the job. Where it's like, oh, you have a gray hair, you need to... Yeah, dye that right Dye it. Like any type of aging features that we have, we've been like instilled in our brain that it's not beautiful and that we need to correct it and prevent it. Whereas like, it, why is that? You yeah. Know? What about wrinkles is so heinous? What about, yeah. you know, like we, I feel like this movement is changing the perception that you have about aging. And even like we can get into talks more wellness, but like now that I've been writing for Well Spa, talking about longevity and finding wisdom in elders and what it does for like older like as people age and their confidence to feel like they're valued and like like a lot goes in it goes a lot deeper than just like oh I need to get Botox it goes into like does my value decrease the older I get and stuff like there is so much in this country that I feel like it just has been instilled that aging is this negative experience and I yeah, feel like this needs to be like the start of yes moving that. Yeah, like aging needs to be reduced or avoided at all yeah. costs. So should we like discuss specifically the details of the movement for everybody so that they know yeah. what's going on? All right, let me. I have it. Actually, we do have a lovely article about it both on Wellspot 360 and Skin Inc. Yeah. If you guys want to check We actually it out. have a few articles. We have a few articles. Discussing healthy aging specifically recently. Our I think it was our August issue. Yeah, um, went into more like the discussion between anti-aging and healthy aging. But we have a book by um, Claudia Fabian. She wrote a beautiful article that is on skinning. And I think we put, we cross-posted this to Watch Spot 360. Yeah, it, it's on both brands. And this was only posted last week. I mean, it really breaks it down. But for the specific movement, it was started by Nancy Griffith. Yeah, okay. the specific movement was started by Na- Nancy Griffith. So Nancy Griffin, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, So it was... Started by Nan- Nancy Griffin, Griffin, who was the host of the Glowing Older podcast. So she announced the launch of this Expose Ageism movement. And it's re- it really is to create awareness about ageism in the spa, wellness, and beauty industries. I think something that's really interesting where this took a turn was it actually took a turn in a lot of the marketing terminology mm-hmm. for actual brands, like spa brands. Yeah. They want to try and reduce... The use of the word anti-aging. Yeah, so, they're trying to get rid of it altogether. They are. A lot of brands, I think, like, the biggest thing that they're doing in the movement is getting brands to take pledges that mm-hmm. they're not going to be using anti-aging in their marketing lingo anymore. Yeah, from the article that we wrote up, it says, A dozen companies from around the world have taken the pledge to promote positive aging. The efforts include representation of older adults in diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, and eliminating the phrase anti-aging in product descriptions and marketing by 2025. Which is close, like mm-hmm. to kind of make that move to like completely eliminate the term anti-aging. That's yeah. big. Um, so that's really exciting. So some of the brands, just so you know, that are included as of when this article was posted 
which was back in March of this of 2023. Uh, some of the brands in it were Ayuna, Beauty for Real, Beauty Heroes, Beekman 1802, Better Not Younger, Body Bliss, Brand Uncover, LaFleur Live Probiotic Skincare, uh, Pietro Simone Skincare, Skin Authority, spa, and Spa Technologies and Stimulation. Which are some big brands. Those are some big brands. I mean, I know about I mean, I feel like Beekman 1802 is one of at least when you're in like a luxury resort setting is Slowly. everywhere. We work with the, some of these brands regularly. LaFleur Live Probiotic Skincare, yeah. I think, yeah. is one of the bigger like brands that I recognize and noticed immediately. And I feel like for them, it's like a really good fit because there's are all about like the healthy skin mm-hmm. barrier, which is like kind of where I yeah. feel like the movement's trying to take this. Fits is, into healthy aging. Yeah, fits into the healthy aging vibe of like don't focus on the anti-aging because you shouldn't try to like... I don't know. I should. I, I don't want to say you shouldn't try. You should do whatever you want with your face, but you shouldn't be pressured to try and like erase every single wrinkle when it's like, you know, I I remember when I started in this industry and I would tell people I got a nasty smile line. Okay, it's a smile line, but like I did. I got a smile line and I brought it up every spa visit and I was like, oh, I just want to get rid of this. And like, I remember eventually someone... um just looked at me one of the estheticians I was working with looked at me and she was like why it just shows that you smile I mean as cheesy as it sounds your wrinkles are the experience that you've had you know if I have lines on one side of my forehead that are fine but I'm like oh I must just have a lot of expression on on that side of my face and that's okay which not to say that Botox and cosmetic procedures are anything negative if you see something that you would like to correct or work on with yourself it, that's your prerogative, but I think that changing the narrative from making anti-aging to healthy aging will help a lot of people like understand and like go into aging and their skin changing with a positive yeah. mindset. And I think, um, I mean, getting rid of the term anti-aging, I don't think actually is like trying to push people mm-hmm. to stop getting those types of treatments by any means. I think it's just trying to change the narrative around the rhetoric of what anti the lingo the lingo i'm not gonna lie i feel like it's not gonna be easy even when now that we've like i've learned about this movement and especially with wellspot we've been posting about healthy aging and positive aging i love it i'm on board i've joined the wagon i'm like holding aside i'm ready to go but even when i'm writing up articles i will say that even like not because it's like i'm viewing it negatively but my first thing is like six anti-aging protocols because it's like what's instilled in us. And yeah. the phrase that's been used in all of our our marketing, our writing, and just kind of that general term that goes with aging treatments. You yeah. Know? So it's definitely not an easy switch, but it's a good switch that I think is going to make a lot of change. I agree. And it's just it's just really helping getting rid of the negative perception that surrounds the concept of aging because aging is a natural and beautiful thing. And like so many people nowadays are saying like like i'm about to turn 30 and i'm so excited i'm just to turn 30 i feel like i've figured out what i'm doing in my life i feel like your 20s are wild guys your 20s are a weird time and i feel like your 30s are not a time to be afraid of like there's still so much opportunity for growth and experience and life and you're not even close and it's wild to me because I was talking to someone where I was like when I was 16 I remember thinking of 30 and being like god your life's over that's so old like you're done and I'm 30 now and I'll hear people talk about being 60 and I'm like oh that's so young 
Like, that's awesome. You know, that's or like people will be 60 and they'll be like, oh, I can't really travel the world now. And I'm like, you're still so young. What do you mean you can't travel the world now? You know, if you take care of your body and you take care of, you know, you exercise, you have mobility and stuff like that, like but your 60s, your age won't hinder you from doing stuff like that. That goes into the whole concept of healthy aging mm-hmm. as well, because it's not just like prevention or treating skin aging in a holistic or natural way. It's completely kind of looking at your habits and your lifestyle and the things that bring longevity and kind of like looking at aging in this very positive, healthy way. Yeah. And I feel like something that I like that will be kind of a part of this movement without it being like the direct purpose of it by any means. I feel like it might help get rid of some of the vanity that our society clings to so desperately. I feel like all the time, I think a great example actually is the way that Jennifer Lawrence, not Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer uh, Lopez And I'm not saying she shouldn't be. And Jennifer Aniston are both, like, commended for how they look. Yeah. And everything like that. And, like, so they're like, oh, you've done such a good job taking care of your skin. And you look so young. And that's amazing that you look so young. And then Sarah Jessica Parker, who was, like, recently in the reboot of Sex and the City, was being criticized for how she aged and looked. And they're like, why? Why? Why are you, like, picking and choosing? Also, we were... Maggie and I were talking about it while we were planning for this episode, but the whole notion where it's like, oh, you look great for For your age. You look great. Like, wow, you really look a lot younger than you are, where it's like that whole perceived notion that they shouldn't look like that at that age. And then we're like penalizing women who aren't getting work done or who are like who have their natural skin. And they're like, oh, well, they don't look as good as these people. I mean, Again, not knocking it, but there's a lot of money that goes into making Jennifer Anderson and Jennifer Lopez look the yeah. way that they look. But there's also a lot of things that they do for longevity and for treating the, you know, mm-hmm. land. It, they look fantastic, but age has nothing to do with it. No. Their lifestyle. And 100%, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like saying someone looks great. For, I have actually tried to completely ne- knock, like, yes. knock that out of my vocabulary it's because I feel it's backhanded compliment saying, yeah. you look great for your age. is like saying, you don't really you look great. Like, why do you look Yeah, it's either like, good. why shouldn't you look, why like, you know, like, you shouldn't look good at the age you're at, insinuating that they're an age that's like, I don't know. But I also feel like it's a backhanded compliment in the sense of, like, if you were any younger, though, you wouldn't be considered looking good. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't like the term you look good for your age. Young. Yeah. Everything. And, like, clinging to youth, which, like, I don't know. I was, like, there are so many things where I'm, like, aging is such, like, a, a nice, graceful process of, like, if I tried to do things now, like, as much as I love to think back of, like, what it was like in college and how fun it was and how like I didn't appreciate like my youth back when I had it and like having those thoughts if I tried to do now what I did in college I would be knocked out for a week (laughs) I would be out for the count I've got I've hit two-day hangovers from a glass of wine guys like I'm not but there's something to be said for experience you know yeah thing to be said for where you are now and you can always look back and feel nostalgic about the good old days or whatever but any portion of your life is well, you know where you should be and I I just love this movement for that very reason because I just feel like it's changing a lot of people's perceptions on what it means to be getting older and what it means for people who are aging already yeah. you know I would say personally bringing it more we're if we're going to bring this movement like more talking specifically spa wellness I would say I think the spa and wellness industry are already like boatloads ahead of the game in terms of like regular 
yeah, in like regular yeah. society and like even like the brands and the products and the marketing behind those but i do feel like what i loved was the diversity of including um older people in marketing materials for like spas and wellness and brand materials um i like that because i don't i don't see that every time i open a spa it's just a perfectly young fresh face perfectly young fresh face which is like even hard to attain when you're just i was gonna say yeah well i was gonna say also it's like mildly unrealistic i feel like you know when i have gone to the spas and when i go to the spas it's like such a wide range of people that are there and i would like say that there's just as much of a customer base of older customers if not more who are looking for aging whether it's prevention preventative or treatment of aging like signs of aging as there are high school clients who are treating acne you know there's there's a very large span and i think it fits into the entire skin positivity movement too by including diverse skin in brand marketing and in, within your spa, you're showing that you cover the span of any type of skin concern. Yeah. And I know that I'm still young, but I feel like I've never gone into any time I've gone into the spa and I start to talk. Uh, aging always comes up. I'm like, oh, I really want to, like, you know, start my anti-aging routine and get preventative and do all these things. And, like, my estheticians are always on board when I'm talking to them. And like, no, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you're already doing, like, the right stuff. You're taking good care of your skin. But, like, I feel like I've never been told or looked at, like, oh, yeah, like, we need to fix your wrinkles. Yeah. You know, so I feel like in that sense, I do feel like the spondency is a little ahead of, ahead of the game. Where I've never felt the pressure of, like, do these chemical peels to get rid of these wrinkles and do this stuff. You know, they're much more focused on, like, my actual skin and healthiness. And I'm very dry. Like, I'm dry skin girly. So. And I think. We, now they've been there for a while, but clients that were all moving into that more like preventative skincare, I think that it all kind of like plays into the whole effect of where it's like, well, I don't need this Botox to look older. I've just been treating my, I mean, younger. I've just been treating my skin from the start with what it needs to yeah. age healthily, you know? Yeah. Um, I did want to share because we did ask on Wall Spa 360, uh, we did ask your guys's opinions on like if you wanted i believe the question was um there was if you're interested if you're still interested in information on anti-aging versus healthy aging Mm -hmm. so like which one you're still interested in so 61 percent of the wall spot 360 readers actually shared that they are still interested in information on anti-aging while 39 percent were interested in healthy aging so I thought that stat was a little, like, it, that surprised me. And then I say that it running our social media was taken from a small pool of people. Yeah. Like, I would like to get that stand out to a larger audience to see. Maybe we can ask that as our poll question. I was thinking I might ask that the poll question what for this one. specific, or our listeners specifically think on this. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing that people are still interested because I think maybe People just know anti-aging, so they're sticking with what's comfortable. Well, that's what I was going to say is I feel like 39% is like that's, I mean, you're getting pretty close to that 50, but you're about 10%, 11% off, which technically the healthy aging movement started back in like March. The exposed ageism started, but I mean, don't get me wrong. There have been plenty of people working to like get rid of this rhetoric for a while, but like the real full blast kick in the face movement, he has such violent terminology, but you know what I mean? 
that like movement and you know in my eyes really started where it was like you know we're really trying to make the switch and not say anti-aging anymore um so i thought 39 percent was actually exciting yeah i think it's all coming up on those trends where it's like we have so many people who are making the shift to like sustainable spa practices and natural skincare and stuff where i feel like it's all like we're getting there yeah you know like all these things are like becoming increasingly more important and being more like people might have not even known about the healthy aging movement so now we're sharing that information we're getting that out there so i am hoping that it's only going to continue to grow yeah and i'm just excited because there's so many more terms you can use instead of anti-aging i know in skin ink we've used lifting and firming Mm -hmm. which is much more about like the skin itself yeah. than the the actual, the feeling sure. around aging that's if definitely that sense. like what we the lingo that we try to like we do renewing or rejuvenating there's so many different routes that you can take and i honestly think that it makes it so that it's more specific even with you guys when you're explaining what your treatment does when you're just putting a very blank like uh what's the word i'm looking for like not detailed description of like this is an anti-aging facial you're not giving your clients as much information as you could be you could be this is a very renewing facial that'll leave your skin feeling lifted you know i feel like you're almost limiting yourself when you just address something as like the term of anti-aging i don't think there's any problem with going into more detail of what that facial or what that product can do for your skin yeah i agree i i don't know i feel like this is a movement I am on board with. Mm-hmm. Totally. I am excited for it. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see how the marketing might change around it. I'm excited to see more representation. Um, I also think that, like, it's interesting from the perspective of, like, me and my mom. Like, for example, like, I'm excited that my mom, who's now about to turn 55, is going into, or she might have just turned 55, actually, in February, um, is going into a marketing where she's maybe starting to notice aging skin. And I'm hoping that when she approaches things, she's a very natural, holistic girly to begin with. Love it. Um, so she's going to approach aging as not looking at it with such a negative side effect. Um, and I'm getting to go into being 30 in a few years and stuff with a completely different, she grew up with that entertainment and that notion that aging was maybe not the most positive thing. But I think that because it's changing, it's going to make a difference both in her life and in my life. I agree with that. Because I I feel bad for everyone that grew up in a generation where they were told that they lost value or they were not as physically attractive as they got older. So I'm hoping that it's obviously going to affect Gen Z and everybody younger. But I hope that this change crosses over into women who are already experiencing signs of aging on their skin yeah i agree i hope it helps to just kind of i don't know diminish that pressure i guess i just i'm always and i always have been a a person that stands by like you can do whatever you want with your face and your body and whatever measures you want to take whether you want to get fillers and botox and do all the cosmetic procedures or whatever, but like, don't judge me for mine. And I feel yeah, like, and that's do the toxic cycle. is making you feel. Yeah, 100%. Me. Do it because you want to. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like that's almost like the toxic cycle we've entered where it's like you've got people on one end that do all the cosmetic procedures and then they judge the people who don't and say that they don't, they haven't aged well. 
And then you have the people on the other end who go the like natural, you know, holistic route, and then they're judging the people that do the cut. And I feel like we need to find the in between. We need to find the in between. Just let people do what they want. And I know that doesn't necessarily jump into the anti aging movement, but I think it comes back to the pressures from yeah, like society as a whole, and like the the social media and media in general. We're that reason because society made that we we're going into these preconceived notions because of media that we've taken in that made us feel that way mm-hmm. you know so it'd be nice to get that that added pressure taken off of why you feel a certain way yeah and again i feel like and i know i've already said this and i might just be like jumping on my soapbox here but i just feel like women it gets hit harder for women with i feel like you know it's a man like okay great example paul rudd fantastic looks like so like age like fine he does age like fine like he looks the same that he looks when you look but he gets so much attention for it and people like wanted his skincare and wanted his this and that and people talk about it all the time and i feel like women it's almost expected yeah. it's he's like a baseline stress that's why he has good skin dudes because he's got no societal pressure to have freaking wrinkles but he's got everybody telling him he looks great all the time so he just goes through life being a happy dude which he does look great that makes a huge difference. Stress and damage on skin. Yeah. We're going into these like situations with already a negative aspect of it that's creating stress. It's going to have effect on you. Yeah, you're just stressed about aging and yeah. general. Paul Rudd looks amazing because everyone tells him he looks amazing. <laughs> and I love Paul Rudd. I'm not trying to knock him. No. I'm just saying he does not have the same societal pressure that Meryl Streep has. Yeah. Or, like, another really good example will be, like, you take a picture of um, any celebrity and you post them when they were, like, in their 20s and then you post them what they look like now in their 30s and 40s and whatever. And then people speculate about all the stuff they've gotten done. Yeah, it's like and stuff. And I'm just like, be. who cares? Just yeah. leave it. Like, I feel like that is where I'm hoping this movement. movement. Yes, I'm hoping that movement pushes that kind of vanity and that obsession that we have over aging and how people aren't. And, like, also, it runs all the way back, in my mind, it runs all the way back to people also wanting to make it seem like they're just naturally gifted with it. Yeah. And no one wanting to talk about, like, why gatekeep? We yeah. haven't, that is a new thing, the generation, like, Gen Z had, like, made that a whole thing of, they're like, we don't gatekeep. Yeah. We're telling all the secrets. We're letting everybody know all the things we're doing. If you want to know why my skin is looking bouncy and supple, it's because I use this, this, this. I'm not gatekeeping a yeah. thing. This is my exact not the only cushed secret. Yeah, and I feel like that's what I'm just hoping this movement can really progress towards and bring out in society more is just like getting rid of that obsession and just like appreciating people however they want. Like I've always said, like, I just hope I age gracefully. Like I just, I would just like to age nice and gracefully and like not have like a health, like have healthy skin, just not have a lot of trauma and a lot of, you know. Also one last interesting thing. Um, I know I keep bringing up longevity, but it was really, really kept like it like totally grabbed my attention i watched a netflix series um it just came out the blue zones i'm not sure if you've heard about it but um this documentary filmmaker goes to all the blue zones around the um there's one in california actually but he went to one in china or japan um i forget which one okay don't quote me on that (laughs) but he basically indicates the like main reasons why he believes that they're if you don't know blue zones are areas in the world where they have people who are living over a hundred mm-hmm. um and living to their oldest age and he like indicates why though he thinks that region has pe- this population and the in japan 
they literally have as one of the like sectors that the population there looks to their elders as their main form of wisdom and that as they get older they only hold more experience and wisdom so they really treat their elders with like this new level of respect where they're not being put in some type of home they're being used um they still have passions in life and things that they like chase after i feel like i'm not describing this the best but it's literally statistically proven Mm -hmm. that these people are living longer because of that yeah so this whole ageism movement and how this all ties together is that maybe this like it sounds dramatic but can even lead to people living longer healthier lives because there's not this negative aspect of aging there's not this viewpoint that as i get older my value diminishes it's only grows you know well and i think what is a really awesome beautiful point that you brought up that is like i think can be a huge part of the expose ageism movement as well is everyone's looking at it again from a very even we even i was doing it in this whole podcast in a very vain like concept of like the actual look of you but like those people who are living over 100 they don't care what they look like Mm. they care about their mobility i could look like a raisin if i can still go to greece and walk 100 steps a day i'm happy you need to watch it and anybody else i'm throwing in a plug because even they went to sardinia and one of the things that they found there was that people were living longer because they climbed stairs there it's as simple as that yeah it's like so many simple things but it's the main key factor is that as people are getting older they still have these things that they're passionate about and that people appreciate respect them and it's not this like anti-aging anti-getting older viewpoint that yeah like the u.s seems to hold yeah and again and i think it comes all the way back to you're right like the the way that we treat aging as a very vain look at a thing versus if you're looking at it from healthy aging you're getting a lot more of inspiration around keeping your body mobile Mm -hmm. stretching Doing those types of things so that you're moving and mobile and able to do things. You're working on your mental comprehension of things. Like, you know, doing puzzles, doing these things, doing all, you know, and and your whole concept of aging goes from trying to not look like you're 80 years old and being much more focused on being able to go play with your grandkids and run around. Maybe maybe not run. I might not be able to run. I can't run now. But (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, do those things. And and that's what I'm hoping this movement kind of get yeah. to it got deep there but i just i feel passionately about it I do. I, there's so much more to aging than just what my skin looks like yeah but that's the main sector of it and we need to change the the language and not even there's so much more to aging there's so much more to me than what my skin looks yeah. like and i feel like that is part of the reason why i'm so passionate is that we are just so incredibly focused on look perception yeah and like you know and it comes in so many different ways it's not well again and i feel bad because again i'm getting on my soapbox because of women but it's not just aging either it's snapping back after you have a baby it's you know it is keeping yourself looking young it's keeping yourself looking fresh it's keeping you know and i feel like there's just all that pressure so i think that is also why i have like such as because this is one sector and one segment of that that I feel like women and again I'm not saying that men don't experience their own I can't speak to it because I'm not a there's man. plenty but- there's plenty but as a woman I feel like that's also why I'm really passionate about this is because I feel like that is so stuck in so many things and like no one should be afraid of getting older getting older is beautiful also I love to be a source of knowledge so when people have to come and ask my opinion of things I'm like listen up 
I'm ready it's because also, I've experienced it. Again, not to be deep, but some people don't get to age. Yeah. People don't get to experience a long life. So I there should never be any negative aspect to it. Yeah. And that's that's what skin positivity and the anti yeah. um exploit or what is it? Exposed <laughs> ageism movement is all about. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good note to end it on. I'm really happy with that. But you guys better tell us. Yeah. Your viewpoints on this. We're going to put... Very interested. Yeah, we're going to put a question up and we're going to put a poll up. And the question I think is definitely going to be... Or the poll is definitely going to be, like, what kind of terminology do you think? And I think I might make the question something along the lines of, like, where do you hope this Expose Ageism movement moves to? Because that's kind of where we took this. Yeah. Is kind of, like, our hopes of where it goes. But... That wraps up this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here comes all of this shameless plugging that I love to do. <laughs> Please tune in. We Again, we always have episodes the first and third Thursday of every month. So we really hope you enjoyed this episode, you guys. Please watch, like, subscribe. We are found on Spotify as well as Amazon Music. So please just tune in wherever you may be and let us know your thoughts and how you're liking this podcast. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.